Welcome to the latest episode of EG Like Sunday Morning. And here to deliver a tour de force roundup of the week's news is none other than Deputy Editor Tim Burke. Tim, how have you been? I've been very well. How have you been? I've been very well myself, yes. Yeah, uh, I, haven't, I haven't been on here with you for absolutely ages, and I know that because I put the microphone away, so I had to get my flashy <laughs> mic out again. No, oh, you've just you got got the dust off it. Genuinely had to dust it off. It was that it was that bad, which means it must have been weeks and weeks. It must have been. Uh, it's, it seems far too long. We we, we shouldn't let it uh, this long uh, again in future. But uh, it probably means you've got plenty to tell us about. I hope so. Uh, as we as we head into to a roundup of the week's news. So let let's start with the very first news page in the magazine. Uh, and what does Amazon have primed for Cardiff? Did you like that? I like the I Amazon. Did like that. It, it came to me. It came to me very late and meant a, a hurried rush over to our production colleagues to, to get it done. But it, it, it did make Bless it well. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, as you say, we've opened the mag with this news on what could be the next big real estate development in the UK from Amazon. So about tail end of last year, um, Associated British Ports launched this initiative whereby the company's going to market a whopping 1,000 acres of space right across its portfolio for manufacturing logistics and energy development and these are these are real prime spots for companies so i don't know if if like me jess you're the kind of guy who rates and ranks his favorite ports around the country but if you are then i would hazard a guess that many of your top picks will be owned by abp they've got 20 plus um yeah. all, all the sort of best known names in that space and amazon is now looking very closely at the port of cardiff and is in talks with ABP about potentially developing a pretty big distribution hub there. Could be as large as half a million square feet. Now, it's not a done deal, and both of these companies were a little bit cagey in um, in, in talking about it when I contacted them. Amazon usually is with these things. Uh, but it does. It certainly sounds like a deal that we could expect to see happen in the coming months if, if everything goes right. And look, Amazon's take-up has been massive over yeah, the last couple of years. Yeah, it's been nothing short of astonishing, really, over the last Nothing years, short of astonishing. Uh, Savills track it, and um, for the, the last couple of years, Savills estimates that the company's accounted for a quarter of all industrial take-up mm. in the UK, which is which is just which is just crazy. It shows it shows how quickly the company's needed to take on that space as um, yeah. you know as the business has developed, and particularly as our shopping trends, I guess, have changed during um, during lockdown. But quite telling that that's changed a lot over recent months. So again, Savile's tracking of this space shows that Amazon has gone from accounting for a quarter of take up for each of the past two years to just 3% so far this year. And based on just over a quarter, that that it's probably a little early to say that we've reached peak Amazon take up, but it'll be interesting to see whether we have that many more big developments of the scale that they're looking at in Cardiff uh, still to come. Uh, to, to use a little bit of football vernacular, it has the the, the ring of it that, that they've got their business done early. They, they reacted quickly to the, the pandemic and they got the got the the space they needed swiftly. And now I suppose well you're, I suppose you're right. You're not talking to someone who does very many sporting metaphors whatsoever. <laughs> but what you've just said sounded very sensible. I agree. <laughs> OK. Uh, <laughs> planning news now it looks like uh, Oldgate is going to be in for a little bit of a transformation so please sort of tell us about the scheme that has won approval 
Yes. Um, so one of my highlights of this week was going to my first in-person local authority planning committee meeting since the pandemic started. Forget getting back to the office. It's all about getting back into uh, it's all about getting back into planning meetings for me. That's where <laughs> the action really happens. So I went along to uh, to the City of London Corporation's uh, meeting. There were a few interesting items there on the agenda, and one of them, as you say, um, a, a big scheme getting the sign off in Oldgate. So this mm. is 60 Oldgate High Street, um, a, a scheme being developed as part of a kind of wider redevelopment by Rocket Properties and the 4C Hotel Group. This office scheme has has been in the works for quite a while and it has gone through change after change actually this is the third time that it's been in front of the committee it's been signed off before and now it's being changed again you could hear in the tone of some of the committee members um some slight fatigue at having to talk over the same points yet again as uh, <laughs> as we went through some updated floor plans and tweaks to the public realm but it it, it got pushed through and um and as was said by by some of the committee members who who voted in favor for this and it was it was um a sort of vast majority of members there who who wanted to give this the green light uh, it's a it's a part of it's a part of the capital that that could do with that injection of investment and redevelopment and certainly you know parts of Oldgate High Street could do with um could do with livening up perhaps a little bit so I think this alongside some of the apartments that are being developed there alongside the hotel as well um looks like a really exciting looks like a really exciting scheme to come forward and just talk me through quickly the the, the CGI that we've got there. There's a there's, there's a pink bit up at the top, maybe with some greenery in. What's what's going on up at the top there? There's there's um these are open um open terraces at the top. I thought mm. when I first looked at it, it almost looked like a cliff face sort of protruding from the um, <laughs> it did a from, the, from the top of the building. I think I'm right to say that's been added since, or it's certainly been extended since the last the last plans were signed off. And I think it's I mean it's just another example, isn't it, of people trying to green the building somewhat and you need mm. to be seen to have that um yeah. to have that roof ter roof terrace to have that outside space easily accessible um to have something i mean it certainly looks different i think you'd agree yeah, yeah. and we and know that the cgis never lie it'll look indeed. exactly like that when it's complete <laughs> uh, and a, a news hound like you isn't going to go to a city of london corporation planning meeting and only come back with one story uh, so there was some other stuff going on as well, wasn't there? Jess, I wouldn't even have gone if it had only been a sign-off for, <laughs> for an office scheme. Um, yeah, there were there were a, a couple of other interesting things there. Um, so right, Tim at the doesn't start, get out of bed for uh, for planning <laughs> concerns. <laughs> they um they voted through the new uh, a new chairman for uh, for mm. the planning and transport uh, transport committee. So Shravan Joshi, who is a former investment banker, energy executive, now advises tech and energy companies. Um, he got the vote to head up that that committee that committee now so he'll be taking the lead on all the big planning decisions any changes to the square miles transport strategy uh, those kind of initiatives um sounds like he's a, he'll be quite a bit of a forward thinker i think so i think yeah he'll be I, I mean look he's he's sat on the committee for a number of years so he he's already a known face within within the development community uh, i think this this will of course you know make him even more someone that that developers and investors want to know um i've known shravan for for a number of years i know him as someone who's 
who's very proud of the city of London and um, and its position as you know a business and, and and finance hub, and also someone who's very vested in um, in making sure it has the right real estate developments to attract and to keep the the, the big businesses that its its success hinges on. So. Um, uh, I think it's going to be interesting to see him take the take the lead on this. Um, committee members spoke very fondly of of Alistair Moss, who now who now becomes deputy chairman. So if you if you chair, you're given the option of them being the the deputy for a period afterwards. Um, I wouldn't. I don't necessarily think you ever expect to see a big a big um, shift in tone or sentiment with a with a change of chair but um you know there, the, there's there's bound to be some degree of new thinking in in, in what shravan brings to the table so um yeah interesting to see him take up the reins and um heinz and helix uh, sounds a bit to me uh, like a, a kid's show on cartoon network i, I imagine a sort of a maybe a scientific okay. dog and a, a plucky dna strand uh investigating well, mysteries but but i believe that isn't what what heinz and helix uh, are no it's and not been and, up to. the problem now for heinz and helix is that anything else i say is going to sound extremely boring after that pitch but <laughs> never mind <laughs> no so heinz um some seven or so months ago now uh, back last september heinz announced that it had struck a deal to buy helix which is a property management firm that heinz itself has been working with for about 10 years. So Helix manages a lot of Heinz properties, both in London and um, and elsewhere in the UK, and it has it has operations on the continent as well. Uh, that deal has finally got FCA clearance, so it now means they can um, uh, they can formalise that tie up. And so I had a I had a sit down um, I had a sit down with Ivan Harrison, who is a director of Heinz, who's now going to move across to Helix, and Amy Saw, who's the chief executive of Helix, and had a chat about their ambitions for that business. So there'll now be a kind of period of integration. Eventually you'll lose the Helix brand. This will just become part of Heinz. But it gives Heinz, which obviously is, is sort of best known um, for its investment focus, gives it a new offering really in Europe. It can now um, it can now become a, a, a property manager and use Helix's team not just on its own portfolio, but also bring in bring in third parties. So it's so it's a really it's a really interesting branching out of what that what that company can do um, post M and A. And also interesting to see a to see a business like that um, strike that kind of acquisition. As as Ivan said to me, Heinz hasn't, as far as he was aware, made an acquisition like this in its past. It's always focused on organic growth. So. Um, interesting to see how they bring that business in bed it down um get the teams working as one and uh, and open up yeah an, an entirely new business essentially for Heinz over the over the coming months and years well it hasn't just been the tim burke show uh this week in eg much as your mum uh, likes it likes it to be tim um i send uh, her around a roundup at the end of every week of what i've been up to uh your colleagues uh, have also uh, been as busy as they ever are so it's what what are some of the other things that have been going on this week yeah lot, lots more in the mag and online um so alex has uh, the scoop on perella weinberg i don't know if, if like me you're the kind of guy who um rates or ranks his favorite m a advisory boutiques <laughs> but uh if you were i'm sure they're i'm sure they're very i'm sure they're very high up uh they are they are shifting office um Alex revealed uh, revealed where they're where they're looking to move. Pui has been exploring with the help of Carter Jonas what residents in BTR and PRS schemes really want from their homes. What what not just attracts but then 
retains tenants and there's um there are some interesting insights there it's not necessarily all of the attributes that you would um you would necessarily think uh, evelina popped into itv's manchester hub to take mm. a look at what they've been changing uh, about the workplace as they look to bring people back in post-pandemic and uh, in the eg interview this week sam got a sit down with david sleeth to talk about uh, purpose in a property plc that's a nice bit of alliteration for you there purpose in a property plc um during his uh during his time as chief executive at seagro so um so yeah there's uh there's a lot online there's a lot in the mag happy reading Fingers crossed ITV that wasn't didn't. Just at, that wasn't aimed just at my mum. <laughs> Fingers crossed ITV didn't take the opportunity to poach Evelina for, for breakfast TV. It's a dangerous, dangerous idea sending our reporters into, uh, That's into such very places. That's true. I think we, we might need to write something into the contracts. Um, <laughs> and coming soon to EG, the Burke Index, where Tim Burke rates and ranks his favourite ports and, and other... Uh, categories uh, sure to be a major hit ports m a advisors it can be whatever you, whatever you want just a different category each week i can't wait uh excellent uh I'll, I'll hold you to that and uh since tim is flying solo this week i thought instead of a quiz uh we'd do something a little bit different so anyone who follows tim on twitter or has heard us talk a little bit about this before on eglsm no we'll know that he is on a seemingly never-ending quest through the record shops charity <laughs> shops car boot sales and online auctions to buy every single hip hop album ever recorded uh, and possibly most of the singles as well. Uh, and uh, he treats his Twitter followers um, to some recommended listening every weekend. Now, I gave Tim uh, a little challenge yesterday to compile a property themed five track playlist uh, to share with EGLSM lit- lit- listeners, a little bit of a little bit of Desert Island Discs uh, EG style. And hopefully he's going to talk us through his choices now. Here are my five picks. No particular order. Up first, Thug's Mansion, which is two packs owed to the prime residential market. <laughs> Number two, Sky's the Limit. The notorious B.I.G. tackles the trend for ever taller skyscrapers and the risk of overdevelopment. <laughs> Third place, I Go to Work in which old-school pioneer Cool Modi encourages workers to return to the office and support the economies of central business districts. It's a favourite of Jacob Rees as well. I believe, I believe so. <laughs> I'll house you, the Jungle Brothers offering solutions to the chronic housing shortage crisis. And finally, I've got an album pick, Three Feet High and Rising, Delasol's concept album about minimum space requirements in new build apartments. <laughs> and it's, pos- it's possible. It's just possible that I've misunderstood the meaning of every record that I just mentioned. <laughs> it's not as if you've been spending your entire life listening to them. So you, you, <laughs> you can't be expected to be familiar with the lyrics. Uh, Marvellous. It was everything I hoped it could be. And, and maybe maybe we can we can set up that playlist on Spotify and uh, perhaps add to it as we go. Let's see what we can do. Love yeah, it. Listeners, uh, please tweet us your suggestions for tracks that, that could make the cut. Uh, at eg property news and at underscore tim underscore burke uh you, you were a bit slow to get in on on the twitter at tim is that is that why the underscores i know they're awful aren't they it's so ugly <laughs> too late well, now yep some of the tim burke out there tweet him instead <laughs> if you want baffle at tim burke with your hip-hop suggestions whoever he may be uh and yeah hopefully we can we can build the ultimate um real estate hip-hop playlist looking forward to it lovely uh 
to everyone else at home, uh, you have been listening to EG Like Sunday Morning, and my earphones are falling off.